0: Disclaimer. You're listening to a recording provided for the use of those who are blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on AIRSLA are the copyrighted property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, I am Shane Masterson, and it is February 10th, 2022. Um, today, for your U.S. News & World Report on AIRSLA, I'm going to be reading uh, this article by Cecilia Smith-Schonwalder, Uh, written on February 10th, 2022, at 3.13pm, titled States Lead the Way to New Normal, with Biden Administration MUM on Coronavirus Guidance. All right, let's start. As the latest coronavirus wave recedes, states prove that they are eager to move forward, and that's putting the White House in an awkward position. Several state leaders are starting to chart their own paths into a new phase of the pandemic as coronavirus cases fall. New York, Nevada, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Illinois, New Jersey, California, Oregon, Connecticut, and Delaware all made moves this week to end mass mandates, for example. But the steps, mostly from Democratic governors, put the Biden administration in a tricky spot. On one hand, they go against federal guidance, though agencies are working on updating their recommendations. On the other hand, rebuking the blue state leaders could rock President Joe Biden's base at a time when many in the U.S. are ready to accept COVID-19 is here to stay and move on with their lives. So while the Biden administration mulls over the path forward, many governors are acting on their own, and some of them are calling out the White House for its lack of speedy assistance. New York Governor Kathy Hochul pointed to a dearth of federal guidance this week when she lifted the state's massacre vaccine requirement for indoor businesses. Quote, the federal government has not given guidance, so we have have to be very thoughtful because we know that as New Yorkers, others will be following our lead and how we manage the situation in this new phase, Hochul said. Last week, Arkansas government Asa Hutchinson urged the CDC to provide statements for when the pandemic shifts to an endemic. Quote, we need the CDC to help us to have the right standards to end this pandemic and move to more endemic status, Hutchinson told Biden during a meeting of the National Governors Association. The head of the CDC said this week that the agency is working on guidance for how and when states can relax mitigation measures. Quote, we are working on that guidance. We are working on following the trends for the moment, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said at a press briefing on Wednesday. But she noted that, quote, hospitalizations are still high, our death rates are still high. So as we work towards that and as we are encouraged by the current trends, we are not there yet. However, given the rapid pace at which governors moved this week on mask mandates, the guidance likely won't come fast enough to significantly change most states' plans. The trend highlights the piecemeal approach the U.S. has taken to the coronavirus pandemic with differing local, state, and national guidelines and rules that have often confused the public. White House Press Secretary Jen Saki walked a fine line this week in encouraging Americans to follow federal guidance but acknowledging that decisions are ultimately up to states and local jurisdictions. When asked whether students should continue wearing masks in schools in states that have developed such a requirement, Saki said this is where we would advise any American to follow the CDC guidelines. However, she noted that the decisions are up to local school districts. The state's actions go against current guidance from the CDC, which recommends universal masking in schools and wearing masks indoors in public when in an area of substantial or high coronavirus transmission under such guidance. Residents in every single state should still be masking indoors in public as virtually the entire country is experiencing a high level of community transmission according to CDC data. But the Biden administration so far has shown little appetite to make an example of the state leaders, many of whom are Democrats, likely in an an effort to avoid a political battle within the party. Instead, the White House has opted to encourage governors to continue following guidance from the CDC. we're continuing to convey directly to governors our recommendation that they abide by federal public health guidelines, but also our understanding that they may make decisions based on what they feel is best for their community, Saki said at a press briefing on Wednesday. It's a much softer tone than Saki has used on Republican governors like Florida Governor Rod DeSantis, who banned mask mandates in schools and threatened school districts with hefty fines for defiance. There's a, quote, there's a difference between standing in the way of it, threatening to pull back funding, and allowing for local school districts to make choices, which is what a number of these states are doing, Saki said when asked about the difference in her messaging. Many Many experts agree that there will be a time to stop indoor mask use, but the question is when. I think right now is not the time to do that, Crystal Watson of the John Hopkins Center for Health Security said on a call with reporters last week, quote, we have such levels of high levels of virus circulating in our communities. The US is averaging about 230,000 new coronavirus cases per day, which is slightly below the country's worst peak before the Omicron variant in January 2021, according to CDC data. Coronavirus hospitalizations are also down, but deaths remain elevated at about 2,300 on average each day. Another factor to consider before dropping masks is when children under five will be able to get the vaccine, according to Watson. Some states are moving to drop indoor mask mandates, while others are doing away with mask requirements in schools and childcare settings, leaving it up to individual school districts and businesses to make the call. But that move comes as kids under the age of 5 are facing an uncertain timeline for their coronavirus shots, and children aged 5 to 11 are reporting the lowest vaccine coverage of any age group. Coronavirus cases amongst children are also remaining at an extremely high level, according to a recent report. Still, experts can't deny that attitudes toward the pandemic in the U.S. have changed. A recent survey from Monmouth found that 70% of Americans agree that it's time to accept that COVID-19 is here to stay and we just need to get on with our lives, though the responses varied across political parties. Americans' worries about COVID-19 haven't gone away. It seems more to be a realization that we are not going to get this virus under control in a way that we thought was possible just last year, Patrick Murray director of the Monmouth University Polling Institute said in a statement. An Axios-Ipsos poll found that a slim majority of people oppose lifting all federal, state, and local government COVID-19 restrictions. In a rare showing of unity across the partisan divide, a survey from the Kaiser Family Foundation found that roughly three in four Democrats, independents, and Republicans report feeling tired and frustrated over the COVID-19 pandemic. A similar number of people said they believe it is likely that most people in the U.S. will eventually get infected with COVID-19. Even leading infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci this week said that the U.S. could be heading toward what we would consider more normalcy. Despite the growing sentiment in the U.S. that a transition to a new normal is nearing, experts warn that the shift from endemic to pandemic is still a ways away quote, we are seeing these rapid declines in cases, but what I want to emphasize is that healthcare and public health is still very stressed in many places, Watson said. "With these cases, While these cases are ebbing, I think it's important not to jump into a post-pandemic mindset just yet. Thank you for joining us at Ayers LA. This has been Shane Masterson with your US News and World Report. I can't wait to see you for the next installment of this series, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening.